from RC Radio in Claremore, Oklahoma. You're listening to It's Kinda Late with Caden Coleman. And now your host, Caden Coleman. Hello, hello, hello. It is 7 p.m. Central Time on a Friday. And do you know what that means? I feel like I always use that as my anecdote every intro, but you're listening to It's Kind of Late with Caden Coleman. What else are you doing on a Friday night? Because this is the best place to be on a Friday night, chilling with with my boy, or, Caleb Broker. Or listening to it as a podcast any time of the day. <laughs> we just always plug that. Yeah. We always plug that. It's important. It's been a great week. It's been a great, great week. Um, a lot going on. I feel definitely a little stressed. But do you know what, though? I'd rather have a productive life than a lazy life. That's can't what I do relate, say. But yeah. You can't relate? No. Well, you're, you've, you've had an interesting week. We haven't seen each other for a while, so it's going to be a good episode because um, we both have been insanely busy. But what Kayla's been busy with is thinking about this freaking Donda album over and over and over again. It's not going to happen, Caleb. Just give it up. I think it's going to happen, but there's no confirmation at all. It was a crazy, crazy... There never will be a confirmation. It was a crazy streaming party last night. Some crazy stuff went down, but it was entertaining at, le- at the least. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it you, will. In case you didn't know, uh, uh, towards the end of it... So basically, he's been doing these listening parties every week where he doesn't actually perform anything. He doesn't actually do anything, but literally sit there and bob his head to the music. And he plays snippets of his songs that are unreleased that's supposed to be in this album... And yesterday, towards the end, he literally lit himself on fire, um, <laughs> came out of the it house. He, he actually, he rebuilt his childhood home inside of the stadium. And fun fact, he actually tried to get permission to light the entire house on fire, but the city of Chicago would not let him, so he just lit himself on fire. And then all of a sudden, his... Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah, all of a sudden, his... Um, his halfway ex-wife, because they're not officially divorced... They filed for divorce, but it's not official yet. All of a sudden, she shows up out of nowhere with a wedding gown on, and they're supposedly remarried. They never actually officially got divorced, but very confusing stuff going on. And then all of a sudden, um, the, the the listening party ends, and there's still no album after about a month of it being announced. So, Do that meme with the girl, she goes like, does that sound like something you want? And she goes, well, trust me. You're never going to get it. Yeah. That's what I feel like for you. Even yesterday when you were watching the live stream, I saw it by your room and you were like, I can't talk right now. Yeah. I am. And something interesting about it also is if you listen to my Music News Minute a while back, uh, I talked about how- What is that, Caleb? Um, something on RSG Radio. We talk about music news. Pretty cool. Mm, it's, promo. It's from rotation. And <laughs> one of the things I talked about was Drake is beefing with Kanye West. This is If, if you're out there and you're not part of our generation, you have no idea what we're talking about. But basically the two biggest rappers, probably in the world at this moment, two of the biggest rappers in the world, have, you know, some conflict going on. And supposedly Mm. they're going to release their album on the exact same day so they can compete with each other, see who gets the most streams, so... We'll see. It's it's some fun drama to follow along with, I guess. But more importantly, we we have some crazy news stories. Of of course we do. Uh, You think that's crazy? These are crazier, okay? So... Lighting themselves on fire and getting remarried? Definitely crazier. No, I've already okay. done that. Let's go. It's like let's do it. Kanye is copying me. I've already been remarried and caught in fire before. Anyways, Tony Hawk. 
He and Tony yeah. Hawk. Yeah. The, the icon skateboarder. Nahi Tweakin. What? Nahi Tweakin. Nahi Tweakin? <laughs> you even heard of that? No, no. So basically, no, the, man. the story you're going to explain, I'll let you explain it. But basically, somebody posted about it, and every single comment said, Nahi Tweakin. To the this new story? Yeah. So you've heard of this. And so the thing is, like, this comment literally was on every single post on Instagram for that entire day. Nahi Tweakin? Nahi Tweakin. Why, though? Do you figure, figure out why? Just, well, the reason why is because uh, Lil Nas X commented that, and everyone thought it was funny and just started copying it and pasting it, and then... Well, the reason on every single post you could possibly imagine. Little Nas X's messaging under Tony Hawk's thing is because Little Nas X had a shoe come out a while back that had a drop of his blood, apparently, or whatever. But this next one might be a little crazier. Tony Hawk is selling a hundred skateboards that were painted with his actual blood. What the crap, guys? <laughs> what? What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? It makes me think that our world is might be cursed. Uh, we kind of nearly knew that for a while. Well, here's the thing. If I was to sell an object that had my blood in it, it'd probably be like a food. <laughs> You'd release food with your blood in it? Like the small... Here's the thing. Obviously, it's not all his blood, I don't think. Hopefully not. No, he'd be Hopefully, dead. this is not sensitive to some viewers. If, it's, if it is... Tune back in a minute, but basically they drew his butt out and like <clears throat> mixed it with like paint and water and kind of yeah. But there's a picture of him getting yeah yeah. It's it's crazy. If, but if you have a fear of needles, don't. Look I thought up. it was interesting. I thought it was very very interesting. Weird, definitely weird. I don't know why everyone well, and I'm feels sure you, the need to do that. I'm sure you know why Lil Nas X commented that, right? Yeah, I just explained so, earlier the well, shoe because yeah, he had the shoes. Yeah, so he's like he's making fun of people yeah. making fun of him. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Pop culture is fun culture. Well, next up we have this other story that, that kind of is a story but kind of is not. It's something I discovered. There is a statue and Fort Lauderdale Airport. So Fort Lauderdale is in Florida. So true to form <laughs> for them. Um, but what it is is it looks like a guy is sitting in a box at the airport and just looking at trash. Um, Can I explain? So he's looking at you? No, so here's so here you, is you, what you it looks totally like. I missed my joke. Is it me? No, I said you, he's looking at trash and I said he's looking at you. It <laughs> ruined ruin the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dead. No, so what is this guy? It, it looks like a real man in a box. And he has a Walkman, and he's just looking at garbage. And if you didn't, if you didn't get a close look, it looks like a fake per. It looks like a real person. It looks pretty realistic, yeah. Uh, why that's in the Fort Lauderdale Airport? It's been there for a while, though. Oh, so you've heard of this too? Yeah, man, I'm. You've heard of this too? Yeah. How how long ago? A couple months ago. I want to go see it. Let's go to Fort Lauderdale. It's not that far. Yeah, but it's just a weird, and I don't know why it exists. There's no explanation. Let's take a, it's kind of late field trip. To Florida. Oh my goodness, that'd be some good recording. Interviewing people of Florida. Some Caden on the street <clears> type stuff. My next Florida trip, I'm going to just record the whole time and get the best snippets. And like, I'll, I'll come with you and we'll do a Caden. Carry it out for the th- Caden on the street and just ask the random people questions. <clears throat> or we just spend name money and woman. get them. Name a woman. Name a woman. 
Um, everyone's like, what does that even mean? It's a funny Billy on the street. Watch that if you have not. Um, next up, new story. Came out two days ago. A study shows that eating one hot dog shortens your lifespan by 36 minutes. Well, I don't got much left to live then. I mean, yeah, you know those hot dog eating competitions got way darker. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like counting and doing the math. Like he, they're gonna. He just knocked off like three ten hours, hours of his life. life. Three hours. They 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 get those hot dogs down like fifty. What's the record? Look up the record. Here we go. Research Nathan's hot dogs, which I actually saw when I was in New York City. Nathan Nathan's hot dogs. It's surreal moment. It, well. Yeah, and we can look up how many hot dogs this dude ate and then... Try to match it on the show next multiply week. Multiply by 30. Okay, I wasn't going to say that. 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes. 76. Yeah. Kill, uh, I thought you were about to get up and I think you are leaving because like... That's 2,280 minutes off his life. Divide that by 60 and see how many hours that is. 38 hours. He just knocked off a whole, <laughs> the whole day. day. Like, <laughs> almost, almost two days of his life. So if the yeah. doctor was like, you have 12 days left to live... And I was like, no, if you have five hours left to live, he's like, actually, make that four. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it's this guy it named one hour. I remember he one day. Oh, one day. Two so days, it is. Days. He's like five days left to live. It's like, eh, make it four days. Caden's obviously not a math major. I'm not. Um, but his name is Joey Chestnut. Mm. He actually, he's from what him. I've heard, he's like a year after year he keeps on winning. So no one comes even close. He's actually one of the most like. Um, decorated athletes in, in the history. Like, forget about Michael Jordan. Forget about Michael Phelps. Selena, Serena Williams. Well, Michael Phelps is the most awarded Olympian of all no, time. But he's the, he's the most awarded, like, athlete of all time, if you consider it a sport. I don't consider it a sport, but if you do, My thing most. is, he is skinny. Yeah. He is skinny. I mean, I don't know why I expect him to be bigger. I, I know why. I watched a video. Basically, what they do is they, like, they don't all really after. starve themselves, but like they pretty much go into like the negative for a couple of days before a competition, and then they eat. So it just kind of makes it. So they kind of like starve themselves. He he basically just maintains the That's same weight. Healthy. For like the well, he gets a lot of money just from that. Yeah. I wonder if he has a day job. Probably not. He probably doesn't need it. Maybe he can come work at RSU Radio. I want to see. You went so funny. What if we had a hot dog eating contest on the show where you just hear the hot dogs? That'd be disgusting. Yeah, that'd be weird. Um, really I don't gross. know how we got from the guy looking, the guy statue at Fort Lauderdale Airport to that, but yeah. I enjoy it. Next up, this is oh we had the hot late. dog. That's just kind of late. That's how it goes. That's how it always is. It's kind of a mess. <laughs> <laughs> that deserves a lot. And thank you. I kind of honestly looking back on my jokes in the last five minutes, fucking kind of comedian right now. Kind of having a main um, character moment. I'm going to say no. <laughs> Do you know our boss, Tip, actually mentioned how he's been listening to our show and he's like, literally, Caleb's role is to kind of make fun of me a like little antagon- bit. I'm like the antagonist. antagonist in my story. He said it. He said it's reminiscent or close to an old show we used to have on our radio. If I ever become important enough and I have a biopic... I want Caleb to be played by Danny DeVito. That's kind of offensive. You look, maybe, you look yeah. familiar. Oh, yeah, definitely. Reminiscent? Yeah. No, not at all. But we, we ain't talking to each other. Anyways, would it be Are you a, sure about that? Would it be a weird news story if I didn't end on a depressing note? No, of course not. Deadly bee attack kills Arizona man, but 
the hive. Guess how many pounds? Two. 100 pounds. What? 100 pounds. All with, okay, first off, respect to the family and the guy. Yeah. Must have been horrifying. Walking up to a hundred pound hive and then you just get swarmed. A hundred pounds. hundred pounds, that's like half of my body weight. I mean, that's insane. You're feeling your way on the air? Yeah, well. Well, there you go. Let's just, never mind, I'm not <laughs> going to go that far. But, but no, yeah. could you imagine bees from a hundred pound hive? So there must be like, what, thousands in there? It's a lot. Just swarming at your face. I wonder if the guy, I don't know the full story. I probably should have read into it. Um, it says the bee swarm just, yeah, several injured. So it's more than just him. So you just read the headlines and just based off of Because when I saw a 100-pound hive, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's all I need. That's fair. It's a real story, though. I promise it's not like fake news. Um, Let's see if it's true or rubbish. It is true. It was so bad that the victim was unidentified for like a few days. Oh my goodness. That is crazy. A large open f- hive, estimated at around 100 pounds, was in a tree. It was unclear the state of the beehive before the attack or if any victims had disturbed it. So they still don't even know. <laughs> the police said, although the area is much safer, there's still some lingering bees around. Mm-hmm. Wow, way to get our hopes up, hopes up dude. Yeah, you had no one bees. job. Get a 100-pound hive out of there. Even being a beekeeper, I think you'd be scared. Yeah, probably. Well, they're not they're not really scared of bees, though. Like, not at all. I get, I've seen videos of people literally just scooping up bees in their hands. I know. Like, Crazy. And bees are not really scared of bees, because if you attack a bee, they'll attack you, but if you like, leave them alone, yeah. they won't attack you. They're not like wasps. But a wasp? A wasp is just a menace. They're like, hey, buddy. Beep. Yeah. I got bitten by a wasp last week. Speaking of it, I was at Big Tente at RSU. Hashtag oh, promo. I was there too. Wow. You were. Yeah, we were, RSU Radio was there. And a big old wasp stung my middle finger. <laughs> You've got a gilly on this Netflix right now. Thank you. Thank um, you. Yeah, so I'm triggered. And that that story made me kind of more triggered. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Is that a new one? I never. No, it's been on there for a while, but. Perfect there moment. Go. There we go. Um, well, we have a short break. Um, after the break, we have an interview. I didn't even mention the interview yet. Come on. With uh, Calliope Musicals. Okay. We got Carrie uh, Fussell from Calliope Musicals. And funny enough, she's performing in Tulsa, literally like close to as we speak, in Tulsa at... Four hours. Yeah, in four hours at the Black Bird on Pearl. We'll start at 11. Also, our friend Maria is there. And by the way, I didn't do the interview. Let's all bow down to the Queen Maria Curley. She is a legend. She is the moment. She is immaculate. She was a co-host on your show one time. She was. She's that good. Not she can good just as, take my show away from not me. Not as good as the other person that you usually have, but, you know. Oh, my goodness. But we have an interview with Calliope Musicals after this break so stay tuned for more it's kind of late welcome back to it's kind of late oh this singing's back i know i need to stop procrastinating and just make music i quit i'm walking out <laughs> it's hey your guys, welcome to it's kind of late with caleb 
Ew, it sounds so gross. I like it. <laughs> I'm just salty. Um, but what I was saying was, excuse me, was that I should just give in and make musical numbers. And it's kind of late. <laughs> copyrighted. Listen, stop interrupting me. The power of the board that he has is... Why are you bullying me? Too much. But what I was saying was... My hands are off. My hands yeah, are off. you better be. I'm going to stab you. Are you sure about that? <laughs> Anyways, I should just make musical numbers for like the segments and everything. Let's do it. Okay. We can, we can collaborate. I don't know anything I don't either. about musical abilities, but we can... You do. Collaborate. You do. Are you yawning? No. Are you, are you tired of this show? I, I'm definitely not. I'm invigorated. He's embarrassed. He's blushing. That I called him out. You think I'm blushing embarrassment in front of you? Girl. Gee, they. I'm not a girl. Anyways, okay. Enough of this weird stuff. We have an interview with the one and only Carrie Fussell of Calliope Musicals. You, they're actually performing... Literally, it says right here, 8 p.m. in Tulsa at the Blackbird on Pearl. And it's like 30 minutes away from Claremore. So if you're driving... Drive there. Drive. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Screw your late night plans. Go see a show at Blackbird on Pearl in Tulsa and go see Carrie Fussell and Clappy Musicals. But Maria sat down with her. She's going to the show tonight, which is so much fun. She getting pictures and everything. Fun times. Um, but she sat down with Carrie Fussell of the band and talked about their newest EP, um, the future of music, what touring likes during COVID. Um, their newest EP, Between Us, is out now. And you can hear the interview that we have. There's a little bit of a sneak peek in there, too. Exclusive. Yes, for future. Yeah, we get uh, artist radio exclusive information. Again. Again. Once again. On It's Kind of Late. But this is Maria interviewing Carrie Fussell of Clappy Musicals. This is Maria, the music correspondent of It's Kinda Late with Caden Coleman, and I have with me Carrie Fussell of Calliope Musicals. They are a psych pop act out of Austin, Texas, considered by NPR to be a perennial South by Southwest favorite, and their live shows hold an enigmatic technicolor energy that is unmatched. They're coming off of their brand new EP, Between Us, out earlier this year in April, and tonight at the Blackbird on Pearl in Tulsa. They will be playing playing at 11, right? Yeah, yeah. Our friends, Helen Kelter Skelter, they're from Oklahoma City. They're going to be playing at 10. And then our local buds and Petty Fox are going to be opening up the show at 9. And you guys better be there. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. I I honestly, I last time we came to Tulsa, we brought our friends Pearl Earl and they absolutely like blew the roof off the place and we had such a fun show and yeah this time it's fun to be bringing some more friends from the road and it's gonna be definitely kind of a one-of-a-kind show Helen Kelter Skelter is wild so um and we just had our tour kickoff last night in Austin and it was totally insane and fun. Speaking of tour what are you what are you most excited about kicking off this tour yesterday? I mean really just getting to play shows you know it's obviously been like we were pretty consistently on the road I would say you know for like probably three months out of the year we'd be on a tour so just getting to like see so many friends that we haven't seen bands that we haven't played with in so long and just like kind of like regaining our sense of community across the country which feels really good 
just like to be playing music again is pretty magical. Is there anything about the road that that you're not looking forward to? <laughs> well, we just had our first. We have kind of a long drive today, so we had our first meal stop, which was at a gas station, and I'm currently eating like cheese cubes and Ritz crackers. <laughs> Being a vegetarian on the road is pretty hit or miss. <laughs> so that maybe like having to. Uh, kind of eat garbage food is maybe the thing I'm not most looking forward to. Mm, are there any restaurants that you see that are kind of ubiquitous around the nation that when you see it, you're like, yes, that's my go-to? Oh my God, this is embarrassing. So don't judge me, but it's 1000% Taco Bell. <laughs> you know, every vegetarian I know, that's the go-to. Yeah, it's pretty much the only fast food place where you can really eat well as a vegetarian. So yeah, I see Taco Bell and I'm just like, I got to trick everyone into stopping at Taco Bell right now. <laughs> so other than your show last night in Austin, have you guys been playing live shows regularly or is this tour kind of like your first big welcome back? We actually threw a show at our house, like right when the first kind of like group of people had been vaccinated. We put together a show on our back deck and just invited our like you know, friends and close fans and just asked that everybody be vaccinated. So it was really early. It was, I think, in May and it was an outdoor show and it ended up just like being really emotional and fun. And then we did an art party um, in June and then a insane fun show at Hotel Vegas, which is a local pub in Austin. And then uh, we actually were in Oklahoma City a couple of weeks ago and we did a little run in OKC and Denton. So I think I, I think this is like our sixth show back in two years. So <laughs> not too many shows in the grand scheme of it. It's very weird to go from playing like, you know, over 100 shows, like sometimes 200 shows a year to just being like, oh, we're, we didn't do that at all for so long. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And is there a certain um, specifications when you guys are taking gigs or are you just kind of taking them as they come to you? Um, I mean, we're definitely trying to focus on people being willing to wear masks and get vaccinated. And I think it's really kind of unfortunate. Uh, I feel like the, the buck is really getting passed to artists to set safety standards. That's a lot of pressure for <laughs> For people that really like don't even I bought tickets for St. Vincent today and it's it obviously like a huge venue and it's like the artist is requesting that everyone needs to be like vaccinated or have a negative test within 72 hours and I, I don't know I, I guess I just wish like I wish venues were taking a bit more responsibility for the space I mean tonight it's really cool Blackbird is like only doing shows for vaccinated folks or um negative COVID tests and I think that's really it like it's such a relief to us because then we don't we don't have this like sense of responsibility you know yeah yeah that's a great point yeah I'm a musician I'm not a scientist <laughs> like surely there's someone better equipped than me to make this call <laughs> yeah yeah it has been I'm sure it's been a long and difficult road trying to navigate a pandemic while also being a performer yeah yeah and we love it and we missed it so much i mean we we did do a drive-in show in austin back in november it was fun but also you know like people are just like honking at you from their car i was it felt very post-apocalyptic like oh this feels like 
near future dystopia, <laughs> like right now, actually, not near future, like the, the present day. <laughs> present day dystopia, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, that's that should be a record title, present day <laughs> dystopia. That's great. All right, I trademarked that one. That <laughs> yeah, I, I'll make sure you get royalties if we run with that. Thank you, thank you. So, um, you guys just released a new EP back in April called Between Us. When did the tracks for that start coming together? Was this a quarantine project, or have you been cooking this up for a while? So, actually, um, most of the EP was recorded, like, at the same time as Color Sweat, our last full-length record. And we had, like, planned to release them as an EP, like, sooner than we actually ended up doing it but everything hit and it felt so like such an insane time to try to crowd the communication space you know so we just ended up like holding off on it and waiting we reported a lot of this in like 2019 which is wild feels like a lifetime ago yeah but it was exciting to have something that we could release that was new to everybody and honestly we've kind of like forgotten about it in a lot of ways i remember the first time i kind of suggested like oh we should release these songs i just like opened up opened up my dropbox to look for something and found the folder and was just like oh i love these songs like we should put these out and it was like very shortly thereafter that we just like got everything put together and um set it out and filmed a ridiculous music video you know all the fun record stuff but just in a different totally different quarantine environment Mm -hmm. since that came out well since that was made a while ago have you guys come up with any new stuff since then yes in fact our show tonight has we're probably doing 60 to 75 percent new material for our shows on this tour which is so exciting and our record is, we've recorded the whole thing. We're just uh, doing mixing and finalizing the mixes and doing some like nuanced tracking here and there. But we have an entire album that is like going to be probably re- ready for us to, we'll probably release it in March, February, March 2022. <laughs> That's good news. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. We have not self-recorded probably since 2013 or something. And this was just because of COVID and the anxiety around like going into the studio. And we kind of wanted to avoid like the studio experience feeling just like really restrictive and being worried about COVID. So, I mean, three of us live together. And so it was just a matter of like our bass player, like quarantining and us being safe and getting tested. And then we would go out to um, our we have a family lake house and we just like took all of our gear out there and set up and recorded ourselves. And it was, it felt good to be able to not feel so powerless. You know, I felt really grateful that we had the capability to do that. And, you know, we were in a good headspace where that made sense and wasn't too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And since it had been a while since you guys recorded yourselves, is there any sort of learning curve or challenges you guys had to overcome? I mean, so we're the record is getting mixed by other folks and there are some songs that we've been mixing ourselves and I think that process is really tedious and you know when when you're doing it when you hire someone to mix you're kind of like handing it off to them and they're making most of the decisions and then you're kind of like having tweaks here and there that are like more 
like focused on certain aspects. So just looking at a song and going, all right, let's start mixing this feels like pretty overwhelming. But our our bass player Ryan's been he's like experienced in mixing and engineering. So I don't think we really could have done it without him. Like I have really limited knowledge of recording engineering although I really learned a lot during this whole process just shadowing him and kind of looking at what he's doing and trying to copy that and emulate that but also like kind of following my intuition at the same time so it I mean I wouldn't say I think because we had so much time it didn't feel stressful you know we we did like three 10 day sessions. And then we also have been working on it. Just that was for the tracking. We've been doing work on it out since we got home and stuff. And that, so I think the time constraint being so loose really made it less stressful. Yeah, totally. Earlier, you mentioned when the pandemic was sort of kicking off the anxiety that comes with that, especially trying to get in a studio with people that you don't know where they've been and things like that. Right. How were you escaping the anxiety? Was there anything that you were doing to just kind of put you in the headspace for writing? Uh, the album is really mostly like, I, I kind of realized all these songs are about specific moments in my like childhood and growing up. And I've been spending a lot of time really looking at, you know, you get in kind of a, a dark headspace and we are so busy touring and before the pandemic that I didn't really feel like I had adequate time to really devote to like personal growth and healing. And so I think when things slowed down for me, it was like when I wasn't able to go anywhere or do anything, it kind of was like, and I don't have kids and I don't know, like my life felt relatively, it was like a weird calmness, even though like obviously little things like going to grocery store were just like (laughs) the most insane experience ever but like when I was at home it was just like okay well I can't go anywhere and no one is doing anything right now so it's not like I have emails I need to send or like anything to really distract me so it really like faced me with myself pretty intensely and I think that really was what got me into the space of writing and wanting to record I mean Really, like we did when South by got canceled. I think like that was kind of the first moment where everyone was like, oh, this is serious. Like, this is no joke. They canceled South by Southwest. That's like Austin's biggest business week of the whole year. So for them to cancel that is just like really jarring. And we got, we were together as a band anyway, because we had all this time off because we were supposed to play 13 shows that week. And So we had all this time and just like, well, instead of practicing and like the times where we were going to go be playing shows, we'll just, you know, write and record instead. (laughs) Um, So I don't know. I think the that time period and my lack of like dependence, not I think not having anyone that I was responsible to care for um, really is what enabled me to get into a creative space. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So um, thank you so much for Zooming with me today and talking about everything. Thank you. I appreciate you having us. That was this is kind of my first time talking about our new record. And that was very exciting. (laughs) 
It's exciting to hear about, and I can't wait for tonight. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You're going to be there? Yes, I'm going to be there, front row. Sweet. Oh, I love it. Oh, thanks, Maria. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. I agree with Carrie Fussell of Calliope Musicals, Calliope Musicals, that Maria is amazing. And thank you, Maria. Round of applause for Maria. Again, love her, love her, love her. And again, their show is tonight. Um, they have also Helen Kelter Selsker. Skelter? <laughs> Skelts. Nice. Skelter? I can't even say Helter it. I can't Skelter. even say it. It's, again, it's in Tulsa at the Blackbird on Pearl tonight. Um, tickets are only $10 from what I could tell. Um, go see them. Like, go to go. You can go. Why not? Why not? Why not? Um, but you can see that tonight. And speaking of, she mentioned Taco Bell. And the thing is, we had that for dinner. Yeah, we did. For the show. Kind of, wow. It's one of those weird. There's no such thing as a coincidence. There is. Um, we don't have that as audio. We need Sorry. that. We need Sorry. that. I'll, I'll get it eventually. Maybe we'll make note of that. Um, but super, super awesome. And we got ex- more exclusive news. She has even admitted it. First time she said that she's in the process of making a record. It's, it's already finished recording. They're just mixing it. Yeah. And first thing she told us was us. Wow. RC Radio is getting all the exclusives. We're, we're, get, we're getting up there. I'm telling you. People should be worried. Watch out. Watch out. We're coming for your exclusivity. I uh, can't can't at any of them, but watch out. You know who you are. <laughs> That's, yeah. Okay. Well, we're transition. We have a great, great another guest. We have Cody Pekinek, also known as the Dapper Saint on YouTube. Um, awesome man. He's also an RSU Hillcat, like me and Caleb. And he's here with us in the studio. Give a round of applause for Cody. Hi, Cody. How's it going? It is going good. How are you? Please stand up. Oh, you know, pretty do, doing pretty good. God, that uh, sound bite <laughs> threw me off, actually. Uh, uh, stand up for us. Stand, stand up stand for us. Oh, okay. You're, you're legendary. Yes, yes. Uh, a round of applause. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> he's basking in the glory. Um, but I thought we, we should, Cody's wanted to be on the show, and I think he deserves to be on the show, because he does a lot for RSU, he's an RA down here. Funny enough, he wasn't my RA, but he was Caleb's. He was. you have any horror stories from being Caleb's RA? Uh, I am not allowed to say anything about that, <laughs> for certain reasons. <laughs> you want know to, I know you can't say it about any student, but the fact that it could be a possibility that there's something deep, dark. That you could have figured out about Caleb. I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of crazy things you run into when you're doing your RA duties. That's for sure. <laughs> he confiscated one of my <laughs> pets. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. can't say anything, but he'll say it. I'll say it. It's I had, okay. I had a turtle, and I wasn't allowed. I wasn't aware. And this mean man over here takes him. Mean? Away. No, he's not a mean man. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I I disobeyed the rules. So it was my fault. Cody has to follow the RA rules. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. Well, he's a YouTuber, most importantly. It's his pride and joy. He has literally his own setup in your room, don't you? Yes, I do, actually. I've put a lot of work into it, to say the least. Oh, to say the least. And you can definitely tell with the, YouTube, the content. One of the best makes. things about being an RA actually on campus is the fact that uh, I can stay in my room all the time and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't have to transition to different rooms and everything when I'm living here on campus. Yeah. So that allows me to do a lot of setup. Yeah, and Lily, you have uh, all the sound boards, mm-hmm. sound boards, the... Uh, Sound foam. Acoustic foam. It's not a soundboard, but... You know what I mean. It's the sound foam um, 
but you have a whole get up. You have a webcam, you have the microphone, and you play games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Correct. But you also have your own kind of like talk show kind of thing. Oh, you yeah. You talk yourself, coffee. Yeah, the monthly brew, and then there's monthly also brew. the, what is it called? Ah, oh, I haven't done it in a hot minute. But monthly, a monthly brew is the main one. Oh, yeah. Monthly yeah. brew is that girl. Back in the day, I used to do that as a way of like kind of getting a little bit of community base on YouTube and everything, getting a good feel of what people want to see and what people don't want to see. It was really nice. Plus, I would review a cup of coffee here and there, which was great. I even did uh, one for She Brews, actually, here around Claremore. Really? They even gave me free coffee, or like a cup of coffee for it. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Uh, that was my what, favorite thing so far. What is, wait, what, did I see you at Big Ten Day with a free cup of coffee? Or is that somebody else? Say no. Did you get a free cup of coffee at Big Tent Day? Oh yeah, definitely. Somebody brought me one. <laughs> Good. Man, what was the best? King. I know. What is the best coffee you've had? Ooh. Okay. Well, if you want an actual brand that you just buy anywhere, Gavelia is one of my favorites. Gavelia. I absolutely love their espresso. What is it? Gavelia. Gavelia. It's a Swedish blend, or it's like it's a place found okay. in Sweden. And get this, it's called Gavel. It's a town there, and they make their coffee beans there. Smart name. Look at that. <laughs> is it more of a sweeter? I'm like getting into coffee right now. Is it more of a sweeter or is it more of like a rich? Oh, yeah. It's definitely rich. And so every time I drink it, I'm like, oh, yes, poor people. They wouldn't understand. <laughs> we need that. So I'm like, it's definitely rich. Yeah. Me well, with rich people. We'll do it. Uh, that's good to hear. But your gaming channel, what do you play? How often do you upload? Well, I'd like to think my channel is a little bit of a oxymoron and the fact that it's very formal yet informal at the same time with a hint of degeneracy honestly i just like to enjoy and kind of be myself on there love yeah uh for the most part i kind of do a lot of editing when it comes to my videos not a huge fan of let's plays but i am doing one on a game called amori right now which has become my oh my favorite game overall it's a psychological horror that gets kind of into the actually how like like kind of into the trauma of like uh, some certain things that can happen in life and all that, and it mm-hmm. gets really, really deep, and I absolutely love that. That's just like, like a storytelling intense. game. Is that like one of those ones where you get to pick and affects the ending, or is it like an actual like? Yeah, to give you an idea of what it's about without giving too many spoilers, essentially you are living the life of a character named Sunny, who is a hikamori, thus the name Amori. It's a play on words and everything, and a hikamori is actually an individual in Japan who refuses to leave their home. So this Sunny character, without telling too much about it, has not left his home for four years, and you essentially kind of live the life of his headspace and his dreams while also Mm. doing some stuff in real life as well, kind of seeing what has changed in four years ever since the horrible incident occurred. Wow. It's super, super fun and absolutely enthralling. I love it. That's a good... Do you know those commercials where they have the quotes and everything? I see if, the, if that game ever needs one. There you go. It's absolutely enthralling. The Dapper Saint. Which <laughs> if I hadn't said that's the that's Ten the out of ten, you know. What made you choose the Dapper Saint as your YouTube channel name? Originally, I was going to say the Dapper Wolf, but I was like, eh, I don't want to affiliate myself with an animal. And I was just sitting there with, like, you in my car. You have something that's wolves? No, no, actually, I love wolves, but, you know, you never know what somebody might think of it. Yeah, so I was, just sitting there, yeah. I was just sitting there driving in my car, which is coincidentally called Saint. I named her Saint, and I was like, you know what? Sure, why not? The Dapper Saint. Mm-hmm. What, what, what made name. you choose Dapper, though? I have no idea, actually. I just kind of came up with it at some point. I was like, what's something that nobody's ever used, really? That's where gut instincts are some of the best things a person can have. And I'm so happy that I did, because there's not a single dapper saint like in the world on YouTube. And I'm just like, heck yeah, I got this branding Watch all you, to myself. If you blow up from this interview, okay, don't forget us when you're famous, number one. <laughs> and number two, if somebody else tries to copy you, 
you better sue. Oh man, dude, that'd be awesome. Honestly, at the end of the name. At the end of the day, I really want to get into more YouTube stuff just because, like, well, for instance, when I get hit, finally hit 1,000 subscribers, I want to do a charity live stream and actually try to, like, fundraise $1,000 for 1,000 subs. One of the wow, thing- that would be so awesome. Yeah, one of the main reasons I got into it is I just like helping people, and it's mm-hmm. another way I can kind of entertain and make people smile, you know? Love it. Mm-hmm. It's for the good. It's for the good of the world. And uh, for a little bit of a teaser and everything for all of you out there that are listening, awesome. I'm currently working on a video for a game called I Expect You to Die. It's a virtual reality game where you are a special agent. That's what Caleb tells me every single day. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Oh, my God. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, no. It's a game where essentially you're a special agent, and you have to get yourself out of these sticky situations, to say the least. What? During it, there's a ton of puzzles that you have to do, and if you mess up, well, good job, you die. Is there a multiplayer aspect to that? No, it is a single-player game, and it's in virtual reality, actually. What? Yeah, I absolutely love virtual reality, and it's one of the main things I like to do on my channel because there's so much you can do with it. Mm-hmm. Just the fact of being able to put yourself into a different person's perspective during a game is just super cool to me. And producing that content is very difficult. Oh, yeah. Sometimes editing can take up upwards to five to six hours. Wow. Just for, wow. like, about an hour and 30-minute recording. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> As a person who's edited some videos here and there, I definitely can say... That's 100% true. Oh, yeah. I absolutely love editing. <laughs> is that, hold on, is that Half-Life? No. no. Okay, darn. I thought that was a Half-Life meme. You're really showing your gamer. No, this is from a, a previous episode on the show. I'm going to say it. It's, it's <laughs> Dr. Goltra. Oh, okay, okay. I got you, I got you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I oh, understand yeah. your language. You yeah. Know. yeah. We don't have a different language down here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Andrew Nichols. Okay. Oh, I love Andrew. He's actually I, part of the theater stuff, you know? Yes, I feel like we're in like a... RSC Walk of Fame. You know what I mean? Everyone would get slowly but surely get This a... hurts my head. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, there's just tons. Um but I admire your channel. Mm-hmm. You're dapper yourself. Which I mean he's literally been the RSC Homecoming King, so he's like you know Oh man. No argument an- announced. He is dapper. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, that just brought a horrible memory back to me. I remember the moment that I actually won it, which I was completely surprised because, like, if you watch the video of recording of it, you'll just see my head shot up. I was like, wait, what? Under my breath. <laughs> but uh, the first thing I said after I got the crown, I was like, so am I legally allowed to call people peasants now or no? What? <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about, man? You did? Yeah, that was the first thing I said. Obviously, it's a joke, you know, but, but still, it's fun. Everyone in the car was like, uh. Hold up. <laughs> um, but... I think you're dapper. Oh, thank you. Let's go. And you have your channel. And I thought, do you know what? I want to quiz you and see how deep inside the YouTube universe. Oh, dear God. Elk you Jesus. are. Moose Messiah so I'm Pokemon going to play a game of higher or lower with you after this short break. So okay. stay with us and you'll hear Cody play um, higher or lower. YouTube edition. YouTube edition. I'm excited. All right. See you then, guys. Here at RSU Radio, we'd love to give away tickets. So make sure you have the best chance to win by going to rsuradio.com under our contest rules tab and checking out all the rules and regulations. That way, when you call in, you know you can win. If you don't like us, we understand. So change the station. It's okay. Really? Do it. Go ahead. Give it a try. Why are you letting us tell you what to listen to? I mean, shouldn't you be your own person by now? Be independent. How old are you anyway? Why do you need one station? There's a bunch out there. There's tons. Just as diverse as us. I mean, there's nine... uh, 
Well, there's one. I don't. Oh, oh, um, there's five. I don't know. Regardless, ninety-one-three RSU Radio. Why the heck do you listen to us? Hi. Now back to it's kind of late. Welcome back to it's kind of late. Before the break, I teased you guys, kept y'all in suspense. That we're gonna play a game of higher or lower YouTube edition with my friend here, Cody Pekanak, also known as the Dapper Saint, on YouTube. Hi, Cody. Hello. Really got a bit of emphasis on that. Uh, uh, the Dapper Saint. The Dapper, not just a saint. The Dapper Saint. <laughs> and of course, I'm here with Caleb, as always. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give a round of applause hey, for Caleb. He goes. He goes. Wow. He goes. He goes. Mm. Yeah. Like you're that Everyone's tired guy. For me. I'm, I'm tired, sorry. Grandpa. Um, yeah. Anyways, so here's how the game works, okay? Okay. I'll give you two channels at a time, and you'll tell me which one has the higher number of subscribers. All right. And they're absurd, okay? Now, I'm going to have you work with Caleb, oh, okay? We're to team. love you out, okay? Right, teamwork. Let's get this gamer spread. Because no. he's kind of an amateur. Yeah. He's not really good at numbers. Well, but you're, okay, you, I, well, okay. <laughs> cut to me earlier in the show. I was thinking up with numbers. Um, but... You two have to work together to figure out which one's higher lower. So, and I have the most odd channels ever. Okay, okay? sounds good. So, first two, we have John drinks water. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so this guy has forty six hundred videos of him just drinking water in every single video. Oh, That's okay. it. Okay, sounds a lot like coffee reviews. But just he doesn't even review it. He just drinks the water and just doesn't do anything he else. Just gets a glug okay. glug and he's done. Yep. So John drinks water. Yeah, and then we have. One my I mean one happy birthday, okay. This channel uh, features a woman singing happy birthday with different various names, and it has different themes for different names. Like it'll have a chocolate cake for like Sarah, but then it also will have a, like a banana for Sarah, like different themes. Oh. But it's just a girl, and they just cut out the name and upload a different clips. Okay, then. okay. So you yeah. have one happy birthday, or John drinks water. Can I just interject and say that this sounds like the stuff you'd find at three o'clock in the morning when yes. you've been on YouTube for too long? <laughs> yeah, just one happy birthday. Me, me and Katie have had those. Those we moments. had those for There's sure. Some weird videos out there. So who has more subscribers? John would, drinks water or one happy birthday? I, I would, think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say the water because it's just it's so plain and simple that like people are gonna want to like. But take in mind whenever. It's just him who's drinking water. The yeah. thing, however, videos. the thing you need to understand, though, is that humans are weird, and they are totally okay with that in our generation. So they're like, oh, yeah, yeah this is fantastic. I'm going to subscribe. I'm going to have to double down with him on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sorry you're wrong. Ah, well, <laughs> darn. <laughs> That's lame. John Drinks Water has 18,000 subscribers. That's impressive, though. But One Happy Birthday has 112,000 subscribers. You're way off. If you're subscribing what? to One Happy Birthday, I just don't understand. Like, are you getting a new thrill for a different one with a different name popping? up i don't get it so now it's either one happy birthday with 112,000 or this channel okay okay so the next one is adam diddy hmm. his hmm. channel um he just puts things in a toilet and sees if it's full it flushes or not that's the whole channel okay but a hundred thousand subscribers is hard to be 112,000 for one happy birthday so adam diddy who puts things in a toilet and see if it's flushes or one happy birthday. Mm, okay. I mean, I would subscribe to the second one. That's for sure. <laughs> Testimonial. <laughs> Thoughts? Caleb's really thinking about it. It's 
pretty difficult. I don't want to be wrong again. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that on a spiritual level right now. Oh, God. You got to pick one. I'm going to say the second one's higher. Yeah, let's go with the second one. I swear, it's the birthday. You're wrong again. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, it's hard, though. It's hard. Adam Diddy has 16,000. Man. And my birthday still has 100,000. That's going to be hard to beat. So Adam Diddy and now this channel. So now we're going from this next channel have more than 16,000. Okay? Mm -hmm. The French elevator channel. What? Okay. They get on elevators and review elevators. And I wrote, I wrote in my notes here. It's in the name. So there you go. Huh. Are, they, are they French people? Or are they writing French? Elevators? I don't look that much into it. Okay, yeah, I was kind of curious. Are they coming from like another country? They review elevators. Okay, okay. Hmm. <laughs> Do people that review elevators have more than sixteen thousand views? Hmm. Sixteen thousand views? You say? Or sorry, subscribers? no subscribers. Okay, sorry, I was about to say. What do you think? Oh, my God. I, I don't want to. Man, we are not doing too well on this so far. But then again, you know, I really it's like hard. the toilet one. What do you think? I think it's I think it's I think it's lower. You think it's lower? Lower than the toilet? Think it's yeah. lower too, Cody? Yeah, I'd say you so. You can go against me. I don't know. No, no. It I, is lower. Yeah. Finally, okay, finally. Yes, we did it. Okay, so the French television only has a thousand. That's it. Weird. I, I mean, know. I don't, I'm kind of disappointed, actually. Either. I know. What the crap? Okay, so we know this. I'm gonna gonna guess this next one's higher than if. Okay, we never know what it is. I could have found some weirdly small one. Okay, um, this one, next one is called "My Wife's Junk," where a guy tries to sell his wife's stuff in a QVC style. Yes, that's higher. That's got to be higher. There's no way. That's way higher. That sounds correct. Okay, I was gonna say. So this guy sells his stuff QVC style from his wife. Sixteen thousand. Mm. Yeah. I'm sorry, That's not valid. sixteen. I'm sorry, six thousand. Oh, okay, still nice. Though. So six thousand. Okay. So now six thousand, or this. We're just going one after another. Okay. <laughs> My wife's junk, sixteen thousand, or Jesse Smith. Jesse Smith. Okay. Can you weird. give us information? Now the name. Yeah, the name does not tell you what yeah. he does. All he does is pronounce city names in every video. I think like correct pronunciation. Hmm. That's it. I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like it's some people would actually go to that. Yeah, yeah. it's educational. I would say it's higher. But yeah. will he subscribe to it? Oh, good point. Mm. So like, the title would be like Cincinnati, and it has some pronouncing Cincinnati. I'm gonna guess lower just because I would rather watch my wife's junk than that. Hmm. Oh God! Now you're putting him on a spot. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is like a coin flip. The people that me. did subscribe though to this channel really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> they want to know every single city name. Imagine in somebody, US. somebody lips sing and it's like, oh, I know that channel. Oh, it's my favorite. <laughs> what if Jesse, he's listening? What if Jesse's Jesse listening? Smith? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll I'll shoot in the dark too. I'll take it and say that's lower. You're correct. Okay, thank God. It only has two hundred. Okay, good. No one that's wants good. To, no one's to listen to that. Kind of makes me think of one of those channels that your professor would bring up during a college class. It's like, oh yeah, we're gonna watch this educational video for about From five Jesse minutes. Smith. But it's just a guy being like. Cincinnati, and then it ends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or he goes, Sin, Sin, Natty. What should be wrong, too? Next channel. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> 200 subscribers or this next channel. Knob feel. Oh, what? I, I can already guess. Let me, let me guess. He, te- he feels the doorknobs. Ever wanted to see what this object's knob or knobs feel like? This guy probably has touched them. That's higher. That's how I'd be higher. 
The other one only had 200 subscribers. Yeah, right? come sure, on. Babe. You have any guesses how much this guy has? It's okay. Um, I'm going to say... I'm say 50,000. Nah, I'm going to say roughly... 13,000. 13,000. He's closer. 7,000. Okay, uh, okay. But if you ever like people... Oh, we got that correct. Just yeah. turning and twisting things, go check out Knobfield. I'm sure, I'm sure it has some ASMR on there, too, probably. Maybe. When we hear the lock... Ch- oh. My thing is, I want. I didn't mark down how many videos this guy has. I'm really curious. Mm-hmm. Him too. Yeah. Okay, next one. 7,000 subscribers, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't forget. Or this next guy, Jarrett Mark, okay? Another one of those channels where you don't know about the name. This guy has multiple videos on his channel with pictures of school buses and just pictures like a slideshow. And then it plays Ring of Fire. And that's it. <laughs> I, but I it's a, multiple I'm gonna, videos. I'm going to say lower. Ring of Fire. I played a cover of that song today on Radio Rewind. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. I actually yeah. remember. Oh, There's no such thing as a coincidence. No. There's no such thing as a coincidence. We need that as a sound bet. Don't forget. Funnily enough, uh, the first time I ever heard Ring of Fire was from like a video that I was watching of a game. This guy just put it in there. It's maybe like it a was parody. the same guy. Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe you're actually watching was a, a game, slide show a slideshow of, of a school bus. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't think about it. Maybe it was. No, I'm gonna say lower. Yeah, lower definitely. Correct. Okay. He also only has 200. Man, deep mm-hmm. cut. Uh, it got me because of the slideshow. Honestly, I was like, eh. No. But my thing is, I don't understand what in the world that'd be useful for. A school bus convention? If you just really like Ring of Fire. <laughs> You're at a busing convention and it's like, look at this video. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people that subscribe to something like that is more the shock and awe factor of like, why is this a thing? Yeah, I agree. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> but then how do you find it, though? It's my thing. How do you initially find that? How did you find these? That's actually a great question. I'll say at the very end. Okay. I was getting proud of the people. The, uh, oh, sorry. No, okay. The, the YouTube algorithm is absurd sometimes when it comes That's to that true. stuff. Yeah, I once got a uh, the entire B movie vocoded to Gangster's Paradise. I remember that. <laughs> it was, that it was legitimately genius. the entire two hour movie, but it was vocoded with Gangster's Paradise. I mean, that's the. But do you know, do you know those um, people that are like, oh, the new model of this came out? I'm so excited. Yeah. People are just obsessed with random things. Mm-hmm. I've mentioned some guy like that loves school buses, and he's like, oh my gosh, the model two of the model thirty eight X nine. Of the school bus with the ring of fire. I don't know. I don't know why I thought of that. Now, Jerry Mark with 200 or this next one. Okay. Licking guy. Okay, definitely higher. That's higher. I don't even need to hear anything about it. Wait, no, no, no. Tell me all the videos. Tell me about the videos, actually. That's higher. No, no, no. <laughs> you never know. So it's like, I wait can... a minute. Uh, okay. Tell me what's going on here. I mean, I've heard, I've seen the names of the people in my comment section sometimes, and it, it gives me some questionable thoughts sometimes. Yeah, you had a Jarrett Mark in your comments. That's how I found him. Oh, really? Just kidding. No, it's not true. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that would be so funny if it was. <laughs> if that was, that'd be crazy. Um, but the next guy is Licking Guy. This guy has just looked at everything. That's higher. In a video. Yeah, it's going to be higher. you have any guesses? 15,000. 21,000. Drum roll. Drum roll, please. 200. And 26,000 subscribers. Oh, my God. What? That's what the world's come to. Man, I'm not doing the right content. <laughs> yeah, true. But literally, it just, he like licks an apple, and then the video's over. Hold up. <laughs> That's literally it. That's crazy. Um, but apparently this guy, like, COVID probably did him dirty. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. Yeah, he probably made COVID. Like in Matt Connor, he probably was one of the first ones to get it. Patient Zero. Oh, we got him. <laughs> Patient Zero, the king guy on YouTube. <laughs> no, we're doing. But special thanks to uh, makeuseof.com and cheatsheet.com for helping me find those. They, they did some deep research for that. Oh, okay. Um, but you know, it's time for a listener response. I didn't forget this time. Woo! <laughs> we both cheer at the same time. So if you don't know what listener response is, I asked people on my Snapchat and Instagram, which is at Caden Coleman Official, a question every Friday. So tune in there and you can get your spot on being on the show. I asked you guys for the weirdest video or channel you've ever seen. Okay. So let's go down. We have some common ones. We have people that commented the same thing twice. We have Jelly Belly Rat. Oh. Two people have sent that. I don't know if I want to see that. I'm curious yet disgusted. <laughs> I'm curious yet disgusted. I'm just going to say, I haven't seen or heard any of these submissions, but I will say, if you're going to look these up, be advised. There may be some really weird stuff. Be advised. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. That's so fair. that was sent in by Callie Williamson. My voice just cracked so bad, and you did not hear that from Williamson. me. Callie Williamson. And who else? He said there's two of them. There is somebody else. Um, you need the uh, je- like the Jeopardy sound by the dun 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 dun. dun, dun, dun. I had that. Oh, really? Yeah, we did. We got rid of it because right. we thought we thought it'd be more on it. Oh my god, you actually still have it? Okay, keep going, never mind. Keep going. It's somewhere. <laughs> okay, I'm just keeping going with different different ones. Um, I'm gonna end it with a banger. Okay. Yeah. And so we have Avery Welch who said, "Look up the worst church singer ever on YouTube. The vid- video's gold." And I tell you, I can't show it to you guys but look it up if you can mm. it is fantastic and funny ooh can I oh <laughs> I, was Wait, like, I looked at you like you looked up I was like oh god no it's funny you need to watch it you need okay. to watch it uh, next up we have my friend Gabe friend of the show I hanged out with him recently fantastic guy he said um, run for the cube which is actually who else sent that is Gabe for Jelly Belly Rat oh I just forgot that's the channel name for it but there you go Jelly Belly Rat and then we also have so uh, this entire channel? Young Drew Beats. Yeah, Drew Beats, I, a.k.a. Caleb's roommate. Yeah. Sent in this video, which I've heard of. It's called Sitting and Smiling Number 5. This guy, all he does is get on a YouTube Google Live and sits there at the camera and stares at it. I'm going to show you all this video. I'm actually kind of curious. If you can't see it, uh, watch yeah, it look at home. Up. But here's, there's something special about Number 5, though, okay? Yeah, I'm watching. So you see, it's not, it's not playing. No, I'm watching it. So <laughs> but the yeah. picture, you see how creepy that is? Okay, I was just going to say, that's a nightmare fuel. But at number five, he his house is broken into in the middle of the live stream. Oh and he gosh. commits and does not move. Oh, the no. guy even opens the door. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you think so, that was staged? Mm, I don't know. But it's scary. If he's staring in front of the camera and someone opens the door, like a bank robber. Imagine robbing someone's house. And then seeing that guy just sitting, staring at the camera and smiling. Mm. I would have just probably left. And he didn't broke. Wow. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the iconic video, uh, Little Baby's Ice Cream commercial. Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. Where the guy That's is made creepy. of ice cream and he's basically scooping out of his head and eating the ice cream. That's traumatizing. But it's all CGI. It's very scary. I don't think it is CGI. I think it's actual ice cream. I've seen it. Well, yeah, that's what Astro I'm saying. It is he's not actually eating himself. I think I, from what I've heard about that video, I've looked into it. They like actually put ice cream on somebody and like had them scoop it and eat it. 
It's not like he's not made of ice cream, but it's like all over him. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that is true. I'm saying there's who, no CGI involved though. Oh, but yeah, it's all real. Anyways, real yeah. time. That was sent in by Rachel Gunter, part of your group. Hmm. Um, next up we have Madison McLaughlin, friend of the show and friend of mine. She didn't sit in the classic Shia LaBeouf, oh, the musical. The that threw me works. back for a minute. Of course, brings back uh, good memories. That one came in. Of course, Cody slid up and said, Dapper Saint, guest of the show. <laughs> funny enough, funny enough. And then Shannon Richards, friend of me, friend of my mom, and friend of the show, sent me a TikTok that I can't show you, but it's this freaking sea creature that they found that looks absolutely terrifying. Mm. I will post it on my personal story after the show. Ooh, Did you okay. know that we've discovered more of the moon than our own ocean? Yes. It's terrifying. It's crazy to think what's down there, you know? Because we can't get down there, obviously. Just the, all the deep, dark depths down there with all the different mm-hmm. animals and creatures. Or For animals, sure. Bleh. Scary. No, it's scary. So, unfortunately, that's all the time that we have today. But thank you to Cody for coming out. And make sure to check this out as a podcast on all of your favorite platforms. And we'll catch you all next week, Friday at 7 p.m. That wraps up this episode of It's Kinda Late. You can listen to this episode as well as every other one made in a podcast form on your favorite platform or rcradio.com slash podcast. See you next week, Friday at 7 p.m.